everybody and welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashley McAllister. You were going to say welcome to another Honest to Pod, weren't you? I was going to say welcome to another week. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, I mean, it is another week. And Matthew Alley. <laughs> and him. <laughs> uh, and here we go. Episode 42 for reals this time, right? 42 for reals. Did you get the code? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I remembered it from because that message you sent yesterday was someone saying 41 was probably the best episode we've ever had. Oh, yeah. And um, but look at the look in your URL now. Oh, oh, shit. You just typed it. No, it was that. That's what I call the episode. Real 42, not fake 42. <laughs> that's not true, is it? I swear. I swear. That's oh, why I said I didn't do that at all. I just said that. It's we're so in tune oh my goodness that's crazy I, that, honestly ashley that's amazing all right let's get married <laughs> <laughs> what we were just talking about before we started recording was we might have figured out why some not all of our tech problems have come from but some yeah i just so we just like lugged on and stuff and i couldn't hear ashley and i was like fuck man the same problems happening again but it turns out somehow my laptop had connected through bluetooth to a sound bar downstairs in my living room and so ashley was singing and i think my housemates would have heard him singing through the sound bar um so lucky them they got a show well i was singing five as well everybody get up singing Might to make you get down now. what made you think of that how was that your go-to uh, listen, in my brain, anything goes. That's true. It's true. And you can only count mm. to five in all fairness. So. One, two. <laughs> that's so many fingers I have in my hand. So many. So many sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a good sausage. You can't eat sausages, bitch. Actually, you can eat posh sausages, can't you? I can eat posh sausages, yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, without the breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Do you know sausages was the downfall of my first relationship? I thought that's because the sex was bad. Well, I mean, one of the many things. Yeah, I was going to say there were so many problems. There was sausages. <laughs> there was um, jam. I heard pickle, piccalilli. Do you say you said you like piccalilli? He said he doesn't. No, oh, here are the condiments. Once the condiments get opened, <laughs> it uh, can never be closed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know, piccalilli is such a weird thing. I didn't really know about it. And my mum loves it. I'm like, who fucking pickles cauliflower in yellow in turmeric? And I was like, it's awful. Have you had it? That is No, that's the bright yellow thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah, no, awful. I don't know. What a horrible thing. Never had it. Turmeric's really good for you, though. Yeah, anti-inflammatory and all. And I like it. I used to put it in uh, one I didn't, actually. So, you know, our regular listener who, um, anyway, Michael Duffel, uh, used to put it in his eggs all the time. And I liked it at the start. But you know when it's like every Saturday and every Sunday? You're a bit like, mm. it was meant to be a treat. And now, um, how about have eggs and no turmeric, please? But it is actually really tasty in scrambled eggs. Really, really nice. It is nice in i it's not actually nice at all this is actually horrible but it's really really good for you um apple cider vinegar lemon juice freshly squeezed lemon juice and turmeric and there's something else which i'm a bit of salt something else i'm also forgetting but it's a nasty drink um but it's really good for you that was really good for your metabolism yeah yeah but tastes disgusting yeah that'd be awful um tell me about these sausages sorry i didn't realize this oh uh, do you know what it's not really a story basically 
Um, my ex was asking if I wanted sausages for breakfast, and I said I can't have them because there's gluten in them, and it caused caused an argument because <laughs> I come across as really argumentative, and I'm really not. I'm really laid back, really easy going. But hold on, you were together for five years, and he didn't know that you couldn't eat sausages. Well, this is just as I got diagnosed. This oh, is you know, yeah, I, I wasn't obviously yeah. I wasn't yeah I wasn't gluten free the whole time. Okay, so and he didn't believe you. Well, it was more that I. It, I don't want to go. It's more. It was more that <laughs> those tears. I, I, <laughs> it's, been, it's been six years and it still hurts. I think it's six years. Yeah, it is six years. Um, oh my god, it'll be six years this week since you broke up. Yeah, I think so. And you cry about it like it was yesterday, bitch. Honestly, well, <laughs> it was because we 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 broke up a week after Wimbledon, which I guess is this week. Mm, um. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh my god! Oh, this 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 episode is taking a turn. There's new stuff to talk about. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, we basically he, he was more. It was more like, I mean, we were already on edge anyway. But we were all just talking about how I hadn't explained to him that sausages had gluten in them, and I said you can read the ingredients. And he's like, he would have known to read the ingredients. And I was like, obviously, just being newly diagnosed, I was like. I didn't know to read the ingredients either, but I used an initiative and it caused an argument. You're probably being a little bitch, I'm sure. It sounds like you <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry if I misguided you, sir, but uh, it was in the ingredients. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Good. And the rules have changed now, isn't it? Is it the same in Northern Ireland? Because, like, you know, like obviously I work in food. So the way that you mark your food with like has to be in bold and the top 14 allergens have to be shown and the ingredients and stuff. That wasn't around back then. So you'd have to really search through all the ingredients to find the wheat or the gluten or whatever the ingredient was. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? But now yeah, you yeah. easily find um, all your allergens. Just so you Everything's know. in bold. Yeah. It, is, it is so helpful for adaptive humans like myself. Adaptive? Yeah, we have to adapt our diet, don't we? Oh, yeah, that's true. But glute, like a gluten-free diet is supposed to be really good. A lot of athletes, so talking about Wimbledon, Djokovic said that the change of his career was when he um, stopped eating gluten and he felt less fatigued. So it's actually this a lot true. of athletes have changed to a gluten-free diet for that reason. Yes, but don't, 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 don't get mixed up with thinking, I'm going to go gluten-free but then eat all the gluten-free substitutes. Like gluten-free bread has loads of sugar in it. Gluten-free stuff is actually quite bad for you. So it's not about going gluten-free, I guess. It's probably more along the lines of just removing those sort of foods from your diet. Like, so don't eat bread anymore. Don't eat pastas. And mm-hmm. like, it's it's more like that. I didn't realize there's so much sugar in gluten-free bread. Oh, yeah. I mean, they put, I mean, I, mean, I don't know the ins and outs, but they have to put something in to make it taste good. Oh, I had a gluten-free Jaffa cake last night and to put it delicately, it was as dry as a nun's pussy. That was so delicate. <laughs> that was a fucking vile statement you just said. <laughs> I put it delicately. What would it be if it was harsh? <laughs> oh my goodness. That was bad. That was awful. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it goes. How was your week, Ashley? <laughs> um let's see this week what have i done i've had a really good week i think um i'm actually i've got the shits today but yes. no, yeah lots of water i think it's because i had well mickey mickey disagrees i think it's because i had chicken that had been sat in his car all day we went away training and the, the, my meal was in his car all day and it, i had it sort of ugh, anyway you feel that if it was food poisoning you'd feel it straight away so did you start getting ill like within an hour no, I, it was this morning I woke up feeling shitty. 
Literally. I'm so clever. Okay, maybe. But yeah, so that's today. But uh, we'll see. This week, I... Uh, I am... You'll know. I'm a hairy, hairy guy. So I've got chest hair, tummy hair. So I did a, I did a, I did a full-on shave the beard down. Not close shave, obviously, but like trimmed it down. And I thought, why stop there? So I did the chest and I did the tummy. Then the tummy a bit tighter. And then I just kind of shaved the tummy. And then I did my chest again. Um, and I only went and blogged up the sink. So I had to go and buy some sink and train, train on blocker. <laughs> yep. So that, that was the highlight of the week. I always do that over the toilet because the toilet doesn't get blocked. But you've got a lot of hair. I guess I don't have that much hair. I well, I, I like I like to do it stand in the in the bath so that it all just goes. Yeah. In, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What else? This week we yesterday. So obviously, you people who have listened know I do CrossFit. I don't like to talk about it that much, but it, it comes up every now and again. Not too much. Um, so we did this thing called the Open, which took part back in February, and I think I was over a few at one point for part of the Open, but I came back and did it. So it's basically five different challenges over five weeks. Um, and then there's, there's the top ranking male and female in each country gets to go to a thing called the CrossFit Games. Um, and then there's other athletes can qualify for different ways into these CrossFit Games, but it's sort of like the Olympics of CrossFit. They're all happening in a couple of weeks. So we are actually went down yesterday to train with a guy called Mickey Smith, who is the best guy in Ireland. And we went down and trained with him at his gym and he flies off to the Games on Wednesday. So Mickey Walsh, who's my coach, who I have to point out is the best male in Ireland of his age group. Yeah, so we all went down and trained. All the ones from CrossFit and Valley went down and trained. It was so much fun, extremely, extremely exhausting, and I was so sweaty. It was just great. So I don't know if anybody else is into CrossFit, but the games are starting next week. If anybody's like curious about CrossFit, I would say definitely, definitely watch it. These are some of the best athletes in the world taking part in some of the craziest things you'll you'll see so i can't wait to watch it so is it on tv um um yeah i think they, they stream it on either youtube or facebook or something like that so it's 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 like it is so much fun we're having um a bit of a, a party uh, so i think it's getting party yeah so i think it's ha- happened on the third so we're actually at our gym having like a bit of a party that day at the gym um barbecue spit roast and stuff like that type of stuff and bouncy castles and yeah I probably zoned out through your whole story because it was quite long. But where did you say it was? Well, what the CrossFit Games? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't say where it was, but that's good. Thanks for asking. This in Wisconsin. Um, but so we're actually turning ours into a bit of a fundraiser because my coach Mickey is going off to Australia in October to take part in some international functional fitness event, which is CrossFit, but not called CrossFit if that makes sense. So he were doing a bit of a fundraiser for that. Which is awesome. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. So that'd be nice. You should go and watch him do it. Go call to Australia. Yeah, definitely. Why not? I mean, why not? You went to Australia to kind of play rugby, kind of not. Yeah, I know. So you should do the same thing for Mickey. Support him. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I think I'm in Australia next year, though. For a wedding, isn't it? A wedding. And I've also got Canada next year. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You can't. Oof, you got to start working now. That freelance paycheck needs to come in. Does anyone need a kidney? <laughs> I'm going to sell my kidneys. Okay. With any CrossFit body, you can um, 
rent your body and uh, hey it's good money i can become a lady of the night a lady, yeah but not after 10 p.m because that's quite late um oh, so late. <laughs> i need to go to bed by 10 o'clock <laughs> and I, it's like sort of really just cuddles i only really give cuddles there are people that want that pay good money i'm sure yeah, I'm premium range. Plus, you'll need somewhere to stay when you move here because, like you said, you haven't sorted out a job or accommodation. So this is true. This is true. So, if anyone wants to uh, hire Ashley, you can. He's now newly trimmed, much like a poodle. <laughs> yes, and I will be staying in those toilets in Piccadilly Circus until I find permanent accommodation. Anyway, Matt, how was your week? Uh, do you know what? I had a very good week. Okay. So obviously all the dramas of last week and whatever and like all my feelings, whatever, which I wanted to just say, um, I don't want to do it too much because like my focus is just like trying to be positive and, you know, put my energy into the things that I find, um, you know, supportive and, and move, you know, move me forward and stuff. But, you know, a few people reached out to me and you showed me a message yesterday, which I really appreciated. And I, it was really nice to know that um, there are people out there that feel that understand sort of certain ways that I feel, you know, where there's points where I might like discredit my feelings for being like over the top. That's one thing that I have. And some people, you know, my friend was just like, you know what? I feel the same way. And sometimes I feel like I'm overreacting, but actually your feelings are important. And obviously um, David just said like, you know, it was one of the best episodes because us being as open and honest and truthful about what's actually happening in our lives is somewhat interesting to, to individuals to hear because, you know, for, I guess, their own reasons. So I just want to say, you know, there was some support, um, which I really, really appreciated. I started chatting to one of our listeners, Adam, as well, um, who's got a blog called Adam Trek, which is, it was just really interesting because it felt like he was going through somewhat similar experiences only recently and, and, um, we sort of think about things in the same way so it was just nice it was nice in that respect um so thank you very much for those um but the thing that really got me is like it was quite a quick turnaround so normally when I feel really bad like I'll dwell on it for about like two weeks or so not on purpose always but you know how sometimes when you're in your feelings you just constantly think fuck everything's terrible um yeah you're sort of stuck in a rut really aren't you sometimes yeah yeah you just you just think you know yeah you know things are bad after speaking to you actually after doing the, the podcast um tuesday came i met jordan during the day and then the rest of the week was really really strong like you know i did have my little pangs of emotion or whatever but I, I i kept one thing that's actually mentioned and i was uh, it's quite interesting this is not a full-on plug but in adam's blog that he has on um, instagram he's just talking about making sure that you get into the routines that lift you up and make you feel better and what my normal go-to when i feel sad is to not exercise and eat really poorly uh, and mm-hmm. this is the first time where I managed to compensate by exercising more and eating really well. And I decided not to drink over the weekend as well. Those that like, even though there was like a big party, I didn't drink there. And it was just, it just, it just made everything a lot easier. You know, I was able to manage my emotions better. I felt active. I was able to go to the gym on Sunday. It just changed everything. So, um, yeah, honestly, I must admit, am I fully over what is, you know, the other week? Absolutely not. Am I in a much better place than I have been, like, significantly so, where I'm happy 100%, 100%. And it was just a really good week overall. And this week's going to be excellent as well. Awesome. And why is it going to be excellent? Uh, Because my mindset, one, so I started off the week exercising, eating well, so it was good. But I'm also going on holiday. Yay! Do you know that here on Thursday, so I'm going on Thursday, but the weather in London on Thursday is 37 degrees. Shut the front door, bitch. 
37 degrees in London. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm half annoyed that I'm missing it, but also 37 degrees in London will literally destroy the city. Well, I mean, I hope everyone survives because it's literally 20 days, I think, till I come. No, it's 21 days. What is? 21 days. 21 days tomorrow till I come to London. Oh my goodness. Imagine you're in 37 degree weather, like that sweat game. (laughs) You could fill up the river Thames with like your grease face, like madness. I would melt. I would melt. You would lose so much weight though, and you'd have that like nice little cinched waist and body because all your water would just go. You'll be like a wafer crisp or something. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But my week was good. My week was really, really strong, I must admit. That's good. And uh, so tell us about this holiday. So we're going to a place called Torremolinas, which is in Spain. So I have to fly into Malaga. Oh, Spain. I, I love Spain. Bonjour. Bonjour, Spanish. Okay, stop it. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> my mum is so funny, though. So I went on holiday with my mum a couple of years ago to Egypt. And my mum's a different person on holiday. Like, she's quite open. She's talking to strangers. She's walking down the street. This is Egypt, right? Sharmel Street. And she's like, hola, hola to the people that work there. And I was like, mum, they're not Spanish. She's like, I don't care. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) Totally insensitive to the local culture, but whatever. (laughs) Hola. You know, they're just liking it, whatever. You know, you're the English people that have loads of money. And, you know, they're the ones that go to me. Hey, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Barack, Barack Obama. Oh, but whenever I call you Michael B. Jordan, I'm the racist one. They're racist, by the way. I'm not saying that they can do that, but they do do that. And I'm like, well, whatever. There's more of them than there are me, so, yeah. But I'll take Michael B. Jordan for sure. Um, Yeah. Well, you can't anymore. I take it back. So I also, for Tora Melinas, right, I bought this, um, I bought three new swimming trunks. So because I've been going to the gym and what's really annoying is I've been wearing myself. My weight hasn't changed and I've been measuring it and my measurements hasn't changed, but I'm almost certain that my body has changed. You know, when you look in the mirror and you can see that your, your body's changed, like, you know, my muffin top isn't as muffiny. My chest and my shoulders are starting to fill out. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. So I was feeling quite positive, body positive. So I bought the tiniest little trunks, right? Not Speedos yet. I'm not there yet. Uh But I bought these three trunks from ASOS. And I bought one in a rainbow one. uh, One that's bright, bright pink. And I bought these amazing, amazing. They're gold and they're shiny. Oh. Little tiny trunks. And I'll make sure I post them online just for you. But my goodness, they are trashy as hell. And I cannot wait to wear them and we're staying in an all adult gay hotel <gasps> and then someone in the group posted so we hadn't booked it we'd booked it anyway and it's gonna be really fun and stuff but turns out that there's this like gay festival there and there's like this scruff night on thursday and then there's a, a pool party in our hotel on the friday i was like are you fucking kidding me me and jordan were saying we need to relax we're not going to drink too much we're going to take our gym stuff exercise and take it easy but this is just destiny this is, you're going to meet your future husband at this pool party wearing those <laughs> I need to wear those short fuckers. I need, <laughs> I need to wear them and actually pull. Imagine if I pull them. They're, they're, honestly, like you will hate them. They are horrendous. I already hate them. I don't even have to see them to know that I hate them. Oh my goodness. And like, But yeah, I, su- I support you in your choice. I just couldn't help myself. I just could not. I was like, everyone's going to love these. Here, listen. You're at the age now where you have to give. Who cares? Who gives no, a I'm fuck? doing it for a statement. Like, I know I'm, doing it. I'm doing it for a statement. I want to look, um, you know, 
a certain way and i wear them once only during the week i'm not gonna wear them regularly i've got some normal swimming trunks i'm gonna wear them to work when i come back home <laughs> i started sharing everyone at work though because i just think they're fucking hilarious they're so funny they're so shiny they're so gold they're so small are they they're going to be perfect for this 37 degree heat when you come back to london it's not that heat's not going to go oh, away it's going to be there i could well i've been cycling to work so i could cycle in them <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. You definitely should do that. <laughs> oh, well, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, but you'll see a picture. And then I'll look at the picture and be like, what a fucking mistake. I'm still a fucking whale. Body confidence. Body confidence. Um, nice that you're taking your gym stuff with you, though. That's a good show. Yeah, I'd like to keep up the routine because you know those things where you go away and then you really get out of the routine and then you come back and it's hard to get back into it because, you know, you're weaker and stuff. So I'd like to get a couple in just to, you know, not go crazy. Um, but you know, I could do, well, the, the person trained at work was like, get three in over the week. So he said, go on Friday, go on Monday, go on Wednesday and just be happy with that. And I was like, well, that's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So we decided not to do one next week because I'm away on holidays. Yes. We, well, okay. <laughs> Did, well, I'll take my stuff. I can do. No, yeah, okay. No, no, I'm gonna say, yeah, don't do one next week. We're not. I'm not having you. It'll be a hoish weekend though, so it'll be quite interesting. <laughs> Let me bring my stuff. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'll bring my stuff, and then we'll decide then. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. Yeah, I'll bring my stuff though, so at least we got the option too. Okay, well, we'll play it by ear. If there's no episode next week, guys, it's because Matt's are having fun, and if you've listened to any of the recent episodes, he needs to go have fun. <laughs> yes, he needs to go and bust a nut. Hi, listen, I'm going to relax the gym. Get a pad on. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. They just threw a gay festival right on my hotel door. <sighs> oh, what oh a coincidence. Goodness. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Sounds so, so, sounds so unplanned. One of the guys was like, um, off topic question. Do they know if the shower heads are removable? <laughs> <laughs> I think you can guess who that was, by the way. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, earlier on, who's going? It's it's a safe assumption to know who said that, but yeah. Because two of the pages booked their own room as well, and they're not cheap rooms, right? The rooms are like £800 for a week, and they were like, I'm booking my own room. Because I'm not, I'm sharing with Jordan. I'm not spending £800 on no room just to get sex. Absolutely not. No way. No. No way. Okay. Uh, should we crack in? Yeah, let's go into your topic. also have some um agony aunt suggestions sent through no i oh, love agony aunt i'm gonna look at my instagram now we'll do i've got i've got two here so we'll do one now and then i'll do my topic and then we'll do another one um and then we'll see what time is and then if we've got time we, you can do your topic do you have a topic uh no just the agony aunt stuff but i've also got a question oh oh jeez i'm swearing i'm sticking to the seat um okay you've got leather stuff, haven't you oh my god it's the worst just another reason for me to shout at my mum. You'll leave her soon, don't worry. She's been away this weekend and it's been really nice, to be honest. It's so horrible to your mum. No, I mean, nice for her because she needs to relax and she needs to, you know, get away and, you know, just go enjoy herself. She went down, she got her hair. She gets, she gets her hair done every week. She went down to get her hair done and then she went and she went off to her cousins. Her and her cousins are quite good friends. I just feel so bad because it was wet all weekend here. And it's finally starting to get nice, and she's coming back later on tonight. So I just feel bad that she didn't get to have nice weather as she was away. But hey ho, 
I can't control everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, yes, uh, we've got two in from the email or from the little form on the website. Wow. So I'll read the first one here. Um, so this is right. Okay. Uh, hey Matt Nash, I have a situation. I have used a fake name and email to remain private. I've been with my current BF for about five years, but recently an old BF came along and we've been texting and meeting behind his back. In brackets, all innocent. But I'm starting to fall for him again. So find myself between the two guys and I'm not sure what to do. Uh, he's given... He said he'd given a fake name to me in private, but he's actually signed off, I think, of his real name. So I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> um, because he's like, in the form asked for a name and he's given one name and then he signs off with That's a different fair. name. That's so I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. And I'm going to just use my Sherlock Homo skills and guess that he's 40 because his email address is one of those that has a date in it so the date would make him 40 um okay matt do you want to go first with this one let's be quick though let's keep him snappy snippy snippy okay. um this this is a difficult one i found myself in a somewhat similar similar situation like this before and obviously in all the, like personally this is a bit harsh and this is very love island he needs to not see the person that he's been chatting to for five like his ex if I'm honest, he can't do both. Right. And I, I think it's dishonest and I think it gets you into trouble if you continue to see both at this point. And I know he's not saying the other one in that way, but if you have feelings, you need to nip them in the bud or open up and be honest and say, this is the situation. This is what I need to do, which is hard to do. But if it, it depends on what his intentions are. If he's saying, you know what, I think I need to leave my current boyfriend then he needs to. But that's jumping in and seeing. The worst thing to do would be to see if the ex is interested in him and then go and break up with the other person kind of thing. You know, to hedge your bets kind of situation. I think that would be really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I honestly, he needs to look at his own relationship. He needs to look at his own relationship and see, is this worth it? Is this worth it? Because they're different situations, essentially. Whether this person, this ex that he's falling for again, um, is something he wants to get with. He needs to look at his own relationship and say, is our relationship okay? Is our relationship okay? And do I, you know, do I want to be with this person irrespective of his feelings for someone else? But at that point, if he feels like he's getting the feels, I honestly believe that he needs to stop talking to the ex. That is what I think. Yeah. Um, I think similar. I think, first of all, I think if you are 40, I think it's time to grow up and realize that. Oy. Excuse me, 40 year old is a 40 year old. Being 40, it's time to grow up. You've been with somebody for five years. You should know by now if you're liking that guy enough to be committed. I also think at 40, you should know that cheating comes in different forms. You don't necessarily have to have sex. So if you're doing this behind your partner's back and then in brackets saying all innocent, then why does it have to be behind the partner's back? Clearly, there's a guilt level there somewhere. So in theory, it's technically cheating. You don't have to sleep with somebody to for it to be cheating. But I think just similar to what you said, Matt, I think you need to... First of all, I would say, is it actually the ex you're falling in love with or is it the, the memories and the nostalgic feelings that are coming through that you're starting to feel for again? Preach. I agree with that bit because you don't know those feelings get 
blurred yeah when you're like oh, i remember the good times or you know and any new person sometimes you know when you like you meet someone new and you're in an older relationship that you've been with someone that mm-hmm. i think thing comes again you're like is it my re- do i like this person or is it the idea that it's almost a new experience in some way you know or, mm-hmm. or whatever and har- i think harder so with uh, a person who you've been with before because you're remembering the good times when you were together remember when you were younger you had a little less weight on your hair was a bit thicker do you know what i mean you're just, i don't think i do not think this is worth it but i would say to um you i'd ask if you loved your boyfriend i'd also you know consider if you want a future with this partner your your current boyfriend as well because i have so many issues with some of the things that you say there actually honestly like you can't, it's not, it's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as, oh, do you love them or do you like someone else? Like that's, that's not fair. And now, regardless of your age, you can't just say to someone that they need to grow up because that's not true either. That's not, it's not an age thing. Absolutely not. You can't say, okay, you're 40, you need to grow up and now you can't have feelings or catch feels for anyone else. Like this happens. It's a thing, right? No, what, I, what I'm saying you need to be 40 about is you need to be 40 and realize that you have to be grown up and realize that cheating is cheating. You don't have to put in brackets all innocent when it's not all innocent. If you're having feels for somebody else behind a partner's back, that's not all brackets, all innocent. But that's nothing to do with age. It's nothing to do with like, oh, you need to grow up. That's that, that I agree with. Like, if you feel guilty for something, you know that you're doing something wrong. It shouldn't be behind someone's back. I think it is of age. I think when you're young, you can be stupid and make stupid decisions. We've all been young. We've all made stupid decisions. I think you have to learn from mistakes and I think at 40, you should be at the age, um, you should know that, you should know what cheating is. Maybe they've never experienced this. <sighs> no, no, no. I mean, some of the things I believe in what you're saying, but let's just take the judgment away from that. Because what I'd like us is for people to come to us without feeling like they'd get judgment. Just to put it out there, because that's the point of help, you know, giving advice. It's not to say you need to grow up. Do you love your boyfriend? It's about to say, <laughs> okay, think about how much you love your boyfriend and <sighs> your own. Okay. Uh, I totally remove that judgment. There's no judgment. Why? All, all <laughs> I'm saying, all I'm saying, is that when you seek advice, you might get advice that you don't want to hear. Well, I think the advice that he doesn't want to hear, and I think we both agree, is he needs to stop talking to this person behind their boyfriend's back. It's not okay. I agree with you. It is a form of cheating. If you feel guilt and you know that you should not be doing that, unless you've had an open conversation. Now, if you caught the feels, you need to reconsider your relationship, but you need to try, which is difficult, to remove that from your feelings for this person. Because okay, this this is a Love Island situation, right? So Michael oh my God. I hear- <laughs> left... Michael and Amber were in a relationship and they'd been getting to know each other as they put it. Then they go to another house and then Joanna comes into Michael's life. So then they get to choose basically whether they stay with the old person or the new person. Michael goes with the new person because he feels so good in the moment but forgets about his relationship with Amber. Then Joanna leaves and then he goes up to Amber and says, oh, actually, I do like you in the end. Now, his feelings are all fucked up because he's living in the moment. He's not paying attention or thinking about um, what has happened, putting things into perspective. And now he's fucked up. He's fucked up. You know, and it's just a mini version. What I would say is watch Love Island. That is, this is what I'd say. Watch <laughs> Look at the Michael Amber story. And then you realize, don't be Michael. Don't be Michael. Okay. That is my advice. Um, okay. Well, there you go, Mr. Um, good luck, though. All right, what's the next one? Oh, we'll do my issue first, and then we'll go to the next one.
So, I wanted to talk about... So, it was in the news that UFC fighter Andre Arlovsky, he had a fight on Saturday. In the post-fight interview, he said... Um, some of it's sort of... You can't really understand it because it's like inaudible, but it says, once again, I'll tell everyone to shut their fucking mouths. Um, go fuck yourselves, faggot. I proved to everyone you're all fucking wrong or something like that. Essentially, he said the, the, the faggot word in a post-interview. He issued an apology. He, he said, look, uh, what did he say? He said, I apologize to anyone I offended with my poor choice of words. I did not mean to offend any one group, any, any one group or person. I'm deeply sorry and will not use these type of words in the future. Um, UFC then came out and said that they're aware of the recent remarks um, by the athlete. Uh, this organization does not contain any dis- disparaging comments regarding race, religion, or, and or sexual orientation. Um, we've we've addressed these issues directly with Andre and his team. Uh, yeah, it just got me thinking. Um, I mean, I think, first of all, I think, obviously, per choice of words, I'm glad he acknowledged it, and I'm glad he issued an apology so quickly. I like that UFC issued some sort of statement as well. I know I've talked before about Tyson Fury and how, I can't remember if I mentioned it in the episode, but I think... I find it strange that whatever government body of boxing is not holding him to the same stands that other athletes are being held to, and he's deemed as some sort of hero. Um, so I, I, I praise UFC, and I, and I, and I actually you know th- thank the guy um, Andre Arlovsky for his quick um, quick apology. But it got me thinking, and it's sort of it's not really my story to tell, so I won't, again won't mention names. But a friend of mine here who plays Gaelic football, he had, a, he had a match on Wednesday night, I think. And during the match, one of the opposition called him queer. Um, he is gay, but called him queer. And he didn't like, he was just so taken back by it because he's, he's not long out and he has, um, this is his first time ever sort of experienced anything like that before. So he, he messaged me the next day and we were chatting about it. And it just got me thinking of that. But I then went and talked to a straight friend about it. And his attitude was, obviously it shouldn't happen, but it's going to happen anyway. It's in the opposition's better interest to put somebody like him off his game. And if they have to get personal, they'll get personal. It's not, it's not the way it should be, but it's the way it is. What do you think? You can play mental games and even maybe make things personal but i think there are um lines that can be crossed i think that would be a line that is crossed because it'd be the same of saying anything to a black person or any sort of marginalized group like someone who was disabled anyone who had a certain religion like you can make personal insults about the individual if that's what you so choose to do um but i think there are some lines and i think that making fun of someone's sexuality is not okay in any way shape or form whether it's sports or not and if someone feels like it's going to happen then i think that person should question their own judgment if i'm honest because it it can happen and it may happen but that's also a very old way of thinking and you can come up with more intelligent ways of insulting someone and throwing them off the game than just pointing out some obvious traits that you deem as flaws yeah to finish off the story he the guy did apologize uh, about five minutes later during the game, saying it was just in the heat of the moment. Um, my friend didn't really take him on. Then after the game, he came up and apologized again. So 
I think you're right. I mean, I don't have to think. You you are right. You're definitely right. There should there should be, like you say, because this you mentioned obviously saying something to a black person. That's the example. I whenever I challenged my straight mate who said it's just going to happen, I said, well, well, what would you say about this situation? And he was very unwilling to give an opinion because he knew where I was going. And I said, it's it's no different than that. And I think it's very common for straight people. Not all straight people. Again, I'm not going to. Gener- none of this is generalization. But I think it's very common for straight people to be so unaware about that f word and what it means, because in the same conversation we were having, um, I, I, he was like, I had no idea the. Uh, this is my straight friend. I, I had no idea the f word would be deemed at the same insult as the n word, and I was like, it a hundred percent is. We talked about uh, this guy has a friend who's in a wheelchair. And we talked about the terms handicapped and disabled. And I had no idea that the ter- that to say something is handicapped is offensive. Did you know that? Uh, I think I learned this recently. I had uh, no idea. Yeah, disabled is fine. Yeah, not handicapped. Yeah. For this phrase, well, the handicap is offensive. And I was like, it just shows that you don't really know what's offensive until you have something in your life that opens your mind a bit more. So I pointed out to my straight friend who was all like, yes, that handicap's a massively offensive word. And I'm like, well, aren't you lucky you met me as a gay person and now you know that the F word's offensive? Because, you know, we play in a, a mainstream league, as we like to call it, as a gay rugby team. And there are times, there was a survey taken recently saying that um, 62% of our members feel like they've experienced homophobia in the sport. Um, and we have a governing body who looks after rugby within East, within Essex, and they are shit hot when it comes to dealing with issues like that. And we've had it where we've made complaints about it and they are on it like, like ridiculous. They're so good and really attentive when it comes to it. And this is Essex. Now, for those that don't know, and rugby in general and sport in general is very masculine driven type thing in a lot of ways, isn't it? It's all very like laddie sort of, you know, you don't get many gay people, but rugby is such an inclusive sport. And Essex is and can be very blokey. I don't know how to explain it you know but like just very old-fashioned you know old-fashioned basically old-fashioned white men you know with families and who work around the corner and and live in the same environment but honestly I feel like you know even though there's 60% of people I feel like it's changing because the teams that we play against and the governing body react so quickly and so appropriately that that's the kind of action that we want to see and the other teams because we play serious rugby and we compete and our, the squad I'm in is being promoted because of our performance people respect us because we are rugby players and they know that it's a you know we're a, you can't use words against us like that and you shouldn't and they they're inclusive with us as well so it's you know there are instances where it can be very good although there are still those instances of actual homophobia within the sport when people say it when they're you know um heated mm. and what's really important though is that people can apologize but the thing is is in those moments of stress and um testosterone and and whatever you want to call it and when they're heated that's when their true colors come out so i believe that like when he's saying these words like faggot and stuff he's saying that afterwards because his pr person told him you know you need to apologize straight away but i don't believe that he believes that i do not i think that his true colors came out when he was hot and wasn't thinking straight and emotional but actually um I don't believe. I don't believe his apology, and I don't accept it. I don't think. I think you're right. I don't. I don't think he's homophobic, though. 
I think it was a poor choice of words. I think he, I think, which I know there's so many people out there because I had this argument with so many people online a couple of years ago that would say it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if you're calling somebody who's not gay a faggot because they're not gay and they shouldn't take it as offensive. But they're, they're, the misconnection is they don't understand that what you're saying is you're using this term that's over years has been associated with gay people as a derogatory to say like they're lesser than human and you're applying that mm-hmm. that's some sort of weakness or something to be picked on on somebody else. Um, there, there's, there, there is a massive disconnection there. Absolutely. And it is the same as the N-word. The thing with the N-word is, is that steeped in like really deep history, isn't it? Whereas arguably um, faggot is within, I would say like modern history. Mm. Well, you know? So that's why it may seem not have the same impact, but it's completely the same thing. Well, the civil, the civil rights movement is so much more further. I think Whoopi Goldberg said this in something. The civil rights movement is so much further along than the gay rights movement. And that's why there's still so much to be done for the LGBTQ people. Anyway, I just want to talk about that as a as a thing. Cool. Same-sex marriage in Northern Ireland isn't getting mentioned again. I can't be an Irish with it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. I'm not getting married anyway, so what do I care? It's true, you're not. No. Well, I'm getting married to you now because we have that connection. Yay. Which means now we're getting married. Are you going to cancel this holiday that you're going on on Thursday? Why would I cancel that? I haven't got a ring on my finger yet. Oh. <laughs> this is Macy in my stag team. Oh, oh, fair, fair, fair. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, should we move on to the other agony ant situation thing? Yeah, let's do it. the same one again let's not do that one um okay hey guys adam 23 from london a few weeks ago i met a guy on social media and we went on a date and it went really well turns out this was the ex of a friend of a friend and i woke up the next day to some nasty some nasty messages from our mutual friend explaining to me that this guy was no good. I still message the guy, but don't want don't want to meet him again in case it aggravates the friendship. What should I do? Because I really want that second date. Uh, well, I mean, I think if I'm right... Right, I got, I'm trying to play jigsaw on my head here. So you, this guy went on a date, turns out it was an ex of a friend of a friend, I, but not a friend. So, but you had the mutual friend warn him about the guy. I don't know why nasty messages, but um, uh, I would ask first, like to me, I'd be like, how good of a friend is the friend? Like, is it like a friend that's always got your back or is it sort of like more of a friend acquaintance who... You sometimes see out, or do you know what I mean? Like, if you were to, if you were to message me, if I told, if, if this was our suggestion, and you were to message me, Matt, and say, "Hey, heard you on a date with this guy last night. Um, not a good guy." I would that would send alarm bells in my head because it's coming from a, a really good friend. But if it was somebody else who I'm not as close with, I'd probably be a bit like, oh, "Okay, okay, well, okay." Um, 
I don't know. Uh, I personally, I'd say take the gamble, girl, and go on the date because you only live once. Well, I mean, my my view is quite different. I think you need to make your own opinion about people, and I think it's you can't base your opinion on what other people say, especially if you don't know the individual. Now they may have done some things, but you don't know that their situation. You don't know what happened, and I think it would be false and wrong to take someone else's view as gospel when you don't actually know he should say you know what thank you very much i will bear that in mind and consider it but it shouldn't result in an action which is i'm not going to go and see this guy you should 100 percent. if you're not doing anything wrong like you don't know you remember we said like don't get with other people's exes and stuff like that like we had that conversation last week now if he's not doing anything that's you know breaking the rules as it were, where he, you know, he should be able to go and see this person. He didn't know that this was an ex of someone else. This person isn't his friend. 100% go on a second date. You have to form your own opinion. Yeah, totally. Um, have to. Yeah. So I, in my head, I was saying, if you were to, if you were to tell me this guy's no good, it would send alarm bells off, but I'd probably just be a bit more wary going to that second date. Absolutely. But I would still go on. This if you said to me, Ashley, like, oh, this person, if it was like, somehow you know he who shall not be named that was punched in the face and you said don't go out with him he's trouble i'd still go out with him i'd have a conversation i wouldn't say ashley like don't tell me that like you can't tell me these things i'd say you know what you're right but you know i think he's really hot and i'd like to see him we had a good first date i'd like to see how it goes Mm. i have recently went on a date with someone who had a bad reputation within like our community our community within the rugby club um because I wanted to base my own opinions. We'd never spoken. We'd never had um, any conversations. And we went on a date. Like, you can't let it, you can't let it dictate that. No, you, Keep it in mind. You can't. Don't, don't change your behaviours. But I, I, in, in light of this new information, <laughs> I would say that, let's say, for example... That never happened. That was not who I went with, by the way. No, I know. I know, I know. Oh. Well, well, I don't know, but I'm glad it's not. <laughs> because what I would say is... If, for example, you were to become a couple, chances are you would see me a lot less. That's bad on you. It is bad on me, but you know what? I have my own history of this person, and that's just the name of the friendship game, I'm afraid. That, I think, is fair. If you have your own history, so say if, in this instance, we're talking about um, the friend, the friend who sent the message has a history with the ex of their friend where... Um, something had happened and he was like you know what I can't spend time with that person that I agree with but say if it was say the friend is only getting his information through his friend now you're going to support your friend if he's saying oh I broke up with my ex because he was this and that and he was a horrible person and you support your friend Mm. you don't know the history you know what I mean you're there being supportive friend which is a good thing so there's there are some intangible there are some you know variables here whereas if he did have a personal relationship with this ex and actually he didn't like him either, then I'd, I'd heed more into that, mm. you know? Um, so maybe the situations aren't necessarily the same because you have history with, you know, punchy face. <laughs> but but yeah, essentially go on the date, get texting, set it up. I think you have to. Yeah, man. Oh, stop. Imagine, imagine, imagine. I think he's got a boyfriend now. I tried. Um, so in this instance, my advice is, just to summarize, I like to summarize, take some consideration of it but try not to let it you need to form your own judgment you need to make your own opinion 100%. and situations are different and you know what if for whatever reason the 
patterns are repeated in whatever situation, maybe you can prepare for them as they're going because you're aware that this ex has done something. But you have to form your own opinion. Definitely. Especially if you've only gone on one date. Like, you can go on a few more dates and see without being really hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're not going to fucking fall in love after one kiss. Maybe. I do. I do all the time. Maybe. You never kiss me. I don't. The germs is just too much. Um, well, that's it. That was the two little agony ants situations. Ag- oh, I've got one. Oh. Yeah. So, Show Mad 6, who is also someone I was talking about, one of our listeners who I've been chatting to actually, says, hmm, how to be friends with an ex, or should you be friends with an ex? you ask me now his is should you be friends with an ex and also if so how can you be friends with an ex should you be friends with an ex is a weird one i mean you should or it's it's not should you it's can you i don't think i don't think should's the right you don't have to you don't have to be friends with anyone um i would say i think it's weird in my head, once somebody's seen your sex face, it's going to be hard to be friends with them. Oh, absolutely not. And listen, it's, it's, I think it is. And that's not to say, like, I would say you still can. I'm still friendly with one of my exes. Same, same. I mean, we know our situation. For me, like, it's what's quite difficult. And I know after we've been chatting, I know that their breakup was somewhat relatively recently. It wasn't like an old thing. Um, so, you know, obviously my last relationship, we broke up and we tried to be friends immediately. I believe it really, really, really pulled back on my ability to move past it and heal. Mm-hmm. So being friends immediately after we broke up and even going on holiday with each other two or three months later, and obviously, you know, setbacks there, I feel like we're friends now. It's just taken me a lot longer than was needed for me to 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 grow yep so i think you can be and you should be if you want to but i do believe you need to have some time apart so that you can figure out being alone or you know yeah having your own sort of thoughts and, and not thinking about and not considering the other person because if you're doing it regularly I, th- I you know my experience has made it really really hard and I think that separation is really important and then once you feel somewhat secure within yourself really start reaching out and seeing if you can be friends I would say the key thing here is time how long were you together and how long have you been separated that's the big thing um, mm. I think if you're together for a couple of fucks and a squeeze then chances are you weren't too deeply in love if you're together for five, six years, it's going to be a lot longer, first of all, to get over that person. And you have to sort of question that, like, I would never say my ex is one of my friends or friendly. Like, he wouldn't be like, let's go and hang out. We, we might meet once or twice a year for a drink and a catch up, but I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm weird though. I am a hundred percent weird of these things. So, you can really just disconnect that. Like, you've got this mad skill of being like, <laughs> switch to <laughs> off. It's so good. Like, I cannot do that, boy. I can't just be like, click, bye, hello, Monday. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's so cutthroat. I think you need to be comfortable with seeing that person. If you're comfortable seeing that person with somebody else, then you have 
maybe the grounds for some sort of friend. Because these people who are your exes, they know you better than anyone else. Do you know what I mean? That's the problem. That's the thing that hurts. And you fall back into your old ways of like doing the same things or saying the same yep. things. Yeah. And me and my ex, we do it all the time. Oh, dangerous. Like, I would just be sitting there and even now, and then, you know, just be oh. like, I would just naturally take his tomato from his burger. Do you know what I mean? Or something like that, which is really yeah. bad. Like, or just like, you know, those weird things that you do in relationships, like those small little sex. things, you know, and then, <laughs> no, we never had breakup sex. Breakup sex is supposed to be really good though, apparently. I've never had it. Never. None of my relationships. No, I, I was saying sex is one of those weird things you do in a relationship. God, who would do that? What a fucking mistake. <laughs> Good thing about my relationships is we didn't have any, so it's yeah. fine. I'm still a virgin. Um, no. <laughs> I think that you can be friends with your exes, but I I honestly, your statement is no the truest part, I think. If you feel comfortable with seeing that person with someone else, or start to, because sometimes it is a bit of a shock, isn't it? Like yeah. the first time. A little bit of a shock. But, you know, where you can grow to do it, that's fine. But if it's in the moment and it's really like you get jealous or it's really hard for you to do that, it's just not. It's too it's soon. Not, yeah. And you need time. You need time apart. You should, you don't, I think hard. with a breakup, you need to focus your time on rediscovering yourself. And rediscovering yourself isn't spending time with somebody you've just broken up with. I think you mm. need to go rediscover yourself by yourself with your friends. And then once you're comfortable, you know, say, hey, let's have a catch up. But I mean, if you're catching up to get back together, then I, oh, it's a whole different conversation for another time. I mean, it's like our first agony one because like, he's like, you know, even after all these years, these feelings will come back and you just need to be really careful. You really need to be careful with those, you know, your, your residual feelings mm. um, with exes. And yeah, I would say, give it some time, give it some time and then reassess, but do it with a little bit of a, just a little bit of a guard up so that you don't fall into you your don't old don't get ways. hurt again. You don't want that. Oh, yeah. good luck to everyone who messaged in that was lovely oh my goodness three in one week if this becomes just agony aunt and mama matt with really bad bad advice i'll be super happy <laughs> think, think of the lives we've ruined this week alone <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm, I mean... <laughs> all right everyone thanks very much for listening have an awesome week We'll reconnect either next week or the week after, depending on how much Matt gets his hole filled. Well, oh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I can confirm that the shower heads are removable. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to give a little update. If, uh, if you... It will be absolute tripe, like everything else you say, but I wouldn't mind giving a little update. We did a little Skype call or something. <laughs> what the hell's happening if you and James Haskell? Nothing. Nothing's happened to me and James Haskell, unfortunately. I sent him a message because he posted this picture, um, this not picture, this story of he's doing. He did this really weird face that like all the gays do. You know when gays take pictures and do a little smarmy little side face that looks really bad. Yeah. He did that, and I was like, "What are you doing with your face?" And he was like, "Do you know what? I don't know." And then oh. that was it. Yeah, but nothing. You know, so nothing. It looks like that friendship is um, dissipating. And turns out, when they said they love me, they don't. They were just. Um, just on a high, I guess, you know, just feeling loving life. For people who don't know, Matt met and became instantly best friends with James Haskell and his wife at Pride. Yes. We recorded this, but it was never, this is the missing episode. Yeah, we did. I posted a great picture. It's actually a wonderful, lovely picture. And they reposted it and it was them giving me a kiss because he was hassling me so much all day. Haskelling me. Wee. Oh, um, pun. but yeah, but they're busy, busy people. You know what I mean? I can't expect them to, to just, uh, you know, devote their life to me, even though I'm special and beautiful and he owes me a drink.
He does owe you a drink. He does. I said diamonds. He said no. I said beer. He said yes. Oh, well, there we go. You little c- celeb swinger. I am. I am. I got movements. Bear movements. <laughs> My bowels are moving right now. I better go. Hey. All right. Hey. <laughs> On that note, bye, everyone. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.